At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lo Tullis, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, the, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Do you read Stephen King? Good news. There's a club for you. The Losers Club. Every Friday, us losers journey through the never-ending wastelands of King's Dominion. We sink our teeth into each of King's novels, dive deep into the lore, and review every adaptation. Even better, we're always having guests over. Thomas Jane, Will Wheaton, Mary Lambert, Mick Garris, the list goes on. So what are you waiting for? Join us as we read on through long days and pleasant nights. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville at WFPK.org, Consequence of Sound, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Hello to all the subscribers. Thank you for checking out the series every week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with the new episodes. If you uh, haven't given the series a rating, uh, left a review, or a comment in the box, uh, please do that. It's always a help with a series like this. And if you're not a subscriber, hit that subscribe button right before we get started here. It is a great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists. I'm Kyle Meredith, and my guests today are the Mowgli's. Going to be talking with Katie Earle and Josh Hogan. They've got a brand new single called Fighting With Yourself that follows an EP called American Feelings that came out earlier this year. It's an interesting time. It's always an interesting time in the Mowgli's, and especially now, as once again, they've kind of gone through some lineup changes with Katie taking the lead, especially on this new single with Fighting With Yourself. We're going to talk about that, what it's been like kind of having a band in flux all of these times and what that's meant for the songwriting. In fact, we'll get deep into the songwriting process, not just with the new single Fighting With Yourself, but also the big themes on an EP with a title like American Feelings. 
I don't have to paint it too strong here to say that uh, there's some context involved with a title like that. We'll hear about what it means to be socially reflective in their music, and especially in a song, they, they've got a song in here called Norman Rockwell. I will make the connection to an Lana Del Rey album as well. We're also going to have a lot of fun talking about Sesame Street. They were just part of Sesame Street Helpsters, and they have got a fantastic story to go along with that, which sort of also ties in if you've seen the uh, the cartoon Big City Green. They do the theme song, so it's not their first time on that side of the industry. The Mowgli's also have new music on the way that we're going to hear about and currently on tour with Plain White Tees and New Politics. This is a really fun one. It's Kyle Meredith with the Mowgli's. Hi, Kyle. This is Katie from the Mowgli's. I'm also here with Josh. <laughs> you guys are going to be here in Louisville Sunday, December 8th, uh, right next door to us here at, uh, at uh, WFBK at the Mercury Ballroom. And right now on tour with Plain White Tees and New Politics. I know tours change, especially as you get older. Like uh, maybe they're not as wild as some people think they could be. But how, is there any backstage camaraderie? Is there a chance for that on this tour? Dude, we share a bus with New Politics. <laughs> And they are seriously instant brothers. We love them. We're sharing a crew and a bus. And uh, the crew is amazing. New Politics are the best bandmates we could ask for. This this tour has just been, so far, an absolute dream and, and one of my favorites so far to date. Yeah, it's true. A lot of, a lot of uh, camaraderie on the bus and in the green rooms everywhere, really. We had a day off together at Lake Tahoe. Yeah. And so we all skipped rocks at Lake Tahoe for hours and cooked food. And and again, that's actually a testament to, to the other part of this. You were saying we, uh, we're all a little bit older now. Uh-huh. We've definitely all done the, the rock star partying late night hungover painful tours. And we're so tired now, all of us. So it's been really nice. Uh, we spent our day off, like Josh said, cooking and skipping rocks, and um, it is pretty. But we still we still do stay up late. We just uh, we stay up late having intelligent conversations and we and eat drinking wine, right? Yeah. <laughs> and may, I guess that's actually kind of a nice lead in here because a lot of things have changed since the early days. Uh, and, and maybe that's even uh, spoken about a little bit. So you've got a brand new single. It's called Fighting With Yourself. There's the line right at the beginning. I think I spent a little long in the background. And, and Katie, a lot of songs can have dual purposes here. Is this addressing kind of the present uh, state of the Mowgli's? You know what's funny is um, this happens a lot with Mowgli songs. Josh actually wrote that song at a time before a lot of these changes took place. And sometimes these songs kind of come out of, of one of us. And then later I hear the song and I'm like, wow, this this really resonates with me in, in a way. And I was I really wanted to sing this song. And it was just a song. I immediately I think everybody in the band immediately just kind of thought, wow, we really love this song and we want to put it out. And I think for me, the meaning behind the lyrics became more personal and really evolved for me as we started working on it as a group. But I didn't even write those lyrics. I just really, really responded to them. And, and I knew I really, really wanted to sing them. Well, let's hear about the, uh, the if there's OK, the dual purpose then, Josh. Uh, what were you thinking of? 
I was thinking of honestly my past in music and um, <laughs> a little bit I was I was telling my story and also trying to like speak generally just to everyone you know so I would say it definitely has like a connection to our personal story um, wanting to step up yeah like wanting to just you know wanting to shine and wanting to be the best that you can be really and and again like speaking generally just for everyone I I want to I want to push that message on all my friends. <laughs> Would I be too far off by by seeing a bit of a thread to the song Mr. Telephone with that uh, that line, I don't want to be nameless? Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely this feeling of um, we all want to leave a legacy behind, right? Like, we've been doing this for 10 years, and, and I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of times that you want to put the mic down, and, um, you know, there's a lot of times you're thinking, like, am I doing the right thing with my life? And you, you want to know that the, the work you're putting into this art and the art you're putting out into the world you know is worth it and at the end of this all we have some kind of legacy and some kind of message and some kind of impact to leave behind um, and I think we've as we enter you know the end of this decade uh, a decade that we've spent dedicating ourselves fully to this band um, a lot of those questions have, a, have arisen in all of us like is this are we on the right path and I think that that has definitely been showing up in our music a lot. And oddly enough, putting it into the music kind of helps, makes you feel like you're on the right path. Kind of weird how that works. (laughs) You know, I do want to talk about the lineup a little bit because, you know, you have been a band in flux before with the lineup. Oh, yeah. Does it, with, with each new release... Are you able to kind of see that vision that is sort of that you're talking about, that that through line with the band, or does it ever feel like a new start every single time? I mean, what's that experience been like from from album to album, release to release? Definitely always feels like a new start in a way. In a lot of ways, we've been through so many lineup changes. We've been on and off record labels. Every band rock and roll cliche that you have read about in a book or seen in a documentary, like we've been through it over the last 10 years. It's kind of hilarious to think about. But through it all, we've definitely always come down to this foundation of we want to put music into the world that makes people feel less alone, that allows people to see light in the darkness, that makes us feel less alone and allows us personally to see light in the darkness, even through our own personal trials and tribulations. So Whenever we come back down to that foundation and we remember why we set out to do this, that it's never been about one person. It's always been about the message and the group and the intention. Whenever we come back to that, I think we find the willpower to push through and and rebuild from the ground up so it always feels. I mean, that's a a complete testament to the band because... You don't. I don't have to tell you this. The, the, so many bands in the past would have been broken. For, oh man! For, and yeah. and this <laughs> yeah. band has almost broken so many times. For me, right now in 2019, moving into this next chapter, um, the thing I'm most proud of with the Mowgli's is our resilience and resilience is a trait that you know it's the thing you want to tap into the most when you're down and out and it's hard to do sometimes so i'm really proud of us for sticking it out and pushing through all of these cliche obstacles that have hit us and i hope that we inspire other people to push through like that's the whole reason for doing it on the stage that we do it on it's like if we can push through any obstacle that comes our way we've been kicked off of labels and um, we've been, you know, people on our team have thought, hey, I don't think this is happening anymore. And we were like, we can do this. Then whatever you're going through, I hope you push through it, too, because, you know, you got this.
I feel like there's an easy application here to the EP that came out earlier this year uh, with American Feelings. Uh, I mean, first off, that's a very strong title that can say a lot. Uh, and when you're talking about uh, offering, you know, music that, uh, that you know, light and darkness for a lot of people, uh, that's one of those titles that speaks to me because uh, it couldn't have been a better title at a better time. And I can't imagine that that's a complete coincidence. I think we came up with the title, honestly, sometime between 2016 and last summer. Yeah, because um, of the times we kind of can't, yeah, had yeah. that in the pocket. And uh, it was this thing we, we kind of always came back to, and was it going to be a song, and was it going to be an album? Uh, and then we have this, this collection of songs, and each one spoke to a different, uh, I think, kind of societal angst or experience. And, uh, and the collection just felt like American feelings. You know, it felt right. And we thought, you know, I guess that's, that's where that title is going to go. It's interesting, out of context, that one of your very first songs as the Mowgli's was called The Great Divide. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. in 2019, yeah. that, that completely works. Oh, man, yeah. It's, that's a really great observation that I hadn't even thought about. But, um, yeah, I uh, I definitely feel that. Uh, I also feel really optimistic that that divide is maybe painted a lot greater in the media and on the Internet than it actually is. I, I really think and hope mm-hmm. we're actually a lot more united than it seems yeah. when we actually are face-to-face. That's That's my hope. You know, and, and as far as a band that's been part of the Occupy movements, uh, you, you did have a song called Times Are Still Changing. Has the way that you've approached uh, writing politically reflective songs changed throughout the years? You know, we always say our writing process and our recording process is truly changing always. I think ultimately we kind of always come back to this thing where whatever songs we put out, we have to sing hundreds of times. And we always want to inspire, encourage other people to sing too. So we definitely think about writing words that are going to feel good to sing over and over and that are going to resonate with other listeners that are going to make them want to sing over and over. So um, I think that is definitely embedded in the process. Uh, We definitely think about what we want to say. And it just so happens that Over the last few years, I think we've had a lot of different, more societal observations instead of so personal. But also, I think all of our personal feelings are this weird microcosm of of something that everybody's kind of going through. We're definitely having a shared experience as a country right now, even in our differences. So hopefully we're tapping into that. You know, who knows? Kind of pushes. I mean, um, I I was thinking Norman Rockwell is having quite the year here with Lana Del Rey invoking the name as well. (laughs) Josh, where did that come from from you? What what drove you uh, to, you know, right in that direction to to bring up uh, Rockwell? I was in a in a writing session with Colin and with our producer Rob at the time, and we were actually talking about Norman Rockwell, and we were pulling up paintings. I think Colin actually had had the title kind of in his pocket a little bit. Norman really painted the times and the American feelings. Yeah, yeah, it all it it all like the song came from the title, and then we started looking at paintings and the artwork on the EP is obviously a Norman Rockwell painting that we kind of colorized a little. Colin and I are both from the Midwest, so we were kind of speaking from our experience growing up in Kansas and Oklahoma. And you know, I think that our message in that song is something that a lot of people can connect with. When you guys arrived at that, I think you were talking about even back to the 2018 single and going into the EP that, you know, it was a back to basics moment. 
uh, maybe with reformation. Does that still carry on to what you're writing now, to what you're, you know, to what maybe we've still yet to hear? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. I think we're, I, I like to always try to go back to basics, you know, and then go from there. And I think it always depends on the producer you're working with. Uh, currently we're working with like an, a longtime friend who we worked with in the past and we both kind of went our separate directions, gained all this knowledge and we've, we've come back together. And, um, that's Alex Arias, and he produced Fighting With Yourself and one other track that we will be releasing soon, which is very exciting. Uh, yeah, and moving forward, it's, 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 you know, it's really exciting to think about what we're going to do. The way we kind of write in the Mowgli's is everybody writes as they feel, as the inspiration comes. Um, some people go on sessions. Some people just kind of write in voice notes in their phone. We all add it to this drop box that the whole band um, has access to. And then when it's, you know, when we find the money and time to record a song or an EP, then we kind of go back to this drop box and we listen through and we say, hey, this has a lot of potential. Or I, I love the chorus of, to this. Let's do something with it. Or sometimes, wow, this song is done. Let's just bring it into the studio. So a lot of times, you know, we're picking through songs that were written at all these different stages in our life or written by a combination of Mowgli's that were going through something at the time. Um, so they all stem from, from really unique places. But I think the most interesting thing about songs is, as I was saying with uh, Fighting With Yourself, they tend to take on this whole new meaning as they develop. Maybe Josh wrote a lyric about something that he was going through, but a year later when I'm singing it, it means something totally different to me. And maybe the listener who hears it a year after that relates to it on a completely different level about something that we can't even understand. So I don't know. It's been weird. I don't even remember what the question was. <laughs> I like that explanation, though, because, uh, I mean, it's a process that obviously works for you all. You know? Yeah, it does. But, yeah, I mean, they all come, all the songs come from, I think if they keep coming from honest places, that will just be an honest reflection of the times and of our experience in those yeah. times. Well, I'll ask on the lighter side then. Uh, Sesame Street helps uh, helpsters, the most recent kind of uh, side things that you all have done. Tying that with Big City Green, the theme song, how different is writing for a show than, than the process that you're talking about that might be worked for an album? Well, I just want to say the Sesame Street Helpsters Day was truly like there's my wedding day and then there's Sesame Street Helpsters Day <laughs> as far as best days of my life go. It was such an amazing experience and same with Big City Greens. Just getting these opportunities has been a huge gift in our lives and it's been such a great experience. And it's really a kind of a fun challenge to get a prompt that says, hey, there's this cartoon. It's about this you know, the feeling we're getting is wants to be like this one song you wrote, whatever. We'll get this whole list of things and having to adhere to that list and write based off of that for something else and step outside of yourself. Sometimes when you're writing, you're really going in and dissecting your feelings about things and trying to find the words that accurately state blah, blah, blah. But with this, you can kind of step out of yourself and just write for fun, write for this cartoon, write as this character who's X, Y, and Z, you know, um, it's a really fun challenge. And I think it keeps us on our toes and it keeps us from writing the same song over and over. And it, it's been such an incredible experience, honestly. Those opportunities have been so fun. Do, do you have a good Muppet story? 
the whole day was just a dream. All the Muppets, seeing how a Muppet is operated was, it was mind-blowing. I, I couldn't believe it. And we had, it was just crazy. We got to see, I don't even know how much I'm really allowed to talk about because, you know, they're very, um, we weren't allowed to use our phones backstage a ton mm-hmm. and we weren't allowed to really reveal too much of behind the curtain. But the Muppets are hilarious. The people who operate them are comic geniuses. They are so funny. And just interacting with them on set was so, so funny. And I actually don't even know if they're they're Muppets exactly, but they're puppets. Right, right. Yeah. Which is a thing, by the way. That's a thing. I, I don't know. We kept saying Muppets and they're like, well, they're puppets. And we were like, oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> truly geniuses at work. It, it was yeah. crazy to see. Even with the human right there, you sort of forget that there's a human right there. Oh, I was interacting. I was talking to my puppet the whole time in between takes. Uh, the puppet that I was interacting with, we were just chatting away. And I like, I totally forgot that it was a puppet. No, absolutely. It's just my friend. Yeah. Just my new tears. They were so they were so great. I mean, and the there's like a person that kind of does the hands. I I'm blowing this because I don't really know the terminology. But um, there's a person doing the hands and a person doing the mouth. You know, mm-hmm. it's and a two man job. They're like doing the voice with the mouth. You know, and and reacting to the lines they're saying with their hands and their voice. I mean, and, yeah, watching them work together was it, was just really impressive. I mean. These people have been working together like 20, 25 years, they said. And if anybody out there is just writing off puppeteering as, you know, it's a real talent. I just have to say, those people are truly talented in ways I can't even wrap my head around. Absolute art form and and completely magical. I I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Magical is exactly the word. Yep. And the and it was just such a fun set. I can't imagine every day just like must That's be work. so much fun going to right. work for them. Right, right. Katie, Josh, I so appreciate you talking to me. And again, uh, Sunday, December eighth, we got you right here in Louisville, Kentucky, part of this tour as well, and the new single "Fighting with Yourself." I cannot wait to hear what what's next and the next single that you've kind of teased there. Appreciate that. Yes. I don't know if we're allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway because you seem like a nice guy. We're releasing a song in January right before our first UK tour. Uh, It's called Wasting Time, and uh, we're really excited. We can't wait for everybody to hear it. Awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Look out for that. Well, thank you all both so much. Oh, thanks for talking to us. We appreciate it. We actually love Consequences Sound. They check it all the time. So um, thanks. It's really a pleasure to talk to you and an awesome honor. And we hope to see you uh, in Louisville. We love it there. I'll be there. I'll be at the show. We'll see you all there. Okay, awesome. Thank you. All right. Take care, y'all. <laughs> Bye. And my thanks, Katie Earl, Josh Hogan, the Mowgli's. The latest single is called Fighting With Yourself. You heard them, too. There is a new single coming in January. Cannot wait to hear what that sounds like as well. And uh, do check the tour dates currently out with Play My Tees and New Politics. And thanks to you for checking out the episode. Again, if you're not already a subscriber, you enjoyed what you heard here, uh, please do hit that subscribe button anywhere you're listening from right now. There is a subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts from. It's a great way to keep up with uh, all of your favorite artists or maybe artists that you want to be introduced to. New episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And, uh, and if you're already a subscriber, thank you so much. Again, uh, a little encouragement to, uh, to hit that rating button, leave a review, or just a comment in the comment box. Again, you can do it to iTunes, Apple Podcast, or even Spotify. YouTube, any of those spots. After that, head to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. 
It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, that's WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound has your music and film news. You can also find me at Twitter at Kyle Meredith, Facebook slash Kyle Meredith. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.